In each of our regular podcast episodes, we interview someone from our school community. This week, we interviewed Miss Ellis and ended up with an interview too good to cut. Please enjoy this extended version of our interview. What inspired you to do art? I always loved art, right from the time I was little. Um, And I can actually remember a teacher fussing over what I used to do when I was in reception and saying how good it was and how lovely it was. And I really took that on board. I can remember as a little kid even thinking, she thinks I can do this. And so I always loved doing art. So I've done it all through my life, all along, never stopped. Before teaching, what job did you aspire for? (laughs) What job did I aspire to or which job did I do? Um, I did lots of different jobs. Um, I have only been teaching for eight years. So I've worked, oh gosh, working backwards from there, I've done a lot of years of study in there as well at different times. Um, So in terms of actual jobs, uh, graphic artist, um, illustration, I used to illustrate school readers for a long time. Um, Worked at music festivals, I worked building, I worked, uh, gosh, too many to mention. (laughs) But in terms of aspiring to a job, it's always been something to do with creativity and art. Are you into travelling? It depends. Depends. I don't fly easily. So, and I am a big greenie, or small greenie, however you you like to see me. Um, So I don't like to travel a lot because of the environmental consequences of that. But seeing different places is lovely. But um, I I don't sort of, you know, every five minutes go off and travel because it's too much. Yep. Who inspires you? Who inspires me? Wow. Okay, that's really hard because so many people do. So many people at this school inspire me. I'm inspired by little ones when they come in to do their gorgeous artwork. That inspires me. Um, Artists that I like, you know, particular artists inspire me. Creative people inspire me. People who are brave inspire me. People who stand up for what they believe in inspire me. Um, Yeah, all sorts of different people inspire me, but particularly people who decide what their bottom line is and they don't cross it and they stick with that and stand up for what they believe in. Hmm. Who is your favourite artist? Oh, favourite artist. I've got so many. Um, I wouldn't say that I've got one favourite artist, but the type of art that inspires me and that I like or that I respond to most is what I see in my classrooms to start with Um, because when kids come to school, as you would know, they have the most gorgeous artists in the world and they do the most beautiful stuff. So that really is my favourite art. But when I go about looking at galleries, the art that I love to go and see is um, every couple of years here we have a festival called the Tanandi Festival and that is a showcase for Aboriginal art, contemporary Aboriginal art, and that is the most beautiful art in the world as far as I'm concerned. So whenever I go and stand in the Art Gallery of South Australia and look at that gorgeous artwork, that just is my happy place. So you're more into, like, Aboriginal art? It just is the most... 
I don't know. It has something that a lot of other art doesn't have, and it has it quite naturally. So it's multi-layered. It's beautiful storytelling. The techniques are so varied and gorgeous and clever, clever, clever. I love clever art, not art that's trying to be clever, art that naturally is clever. Could you explain your thoughts on the world or like what's happening in the world right now? What's happening in the world right now, in many ways, we hear all about the bad um, and the challenging things and those things I find very <sighs> saddening. Um, I think the inequality in the world is really a sad thing for me the way people treat each other if they treat each other badly and exclude people, that's really sad for me. Um, we don't hear a lot about the wonderful work that happens. Uh, there are things like mercy ships that go about um, treating people in other countries that don't have access to healthcare. Uh, there are things like Medicines on Frontier who go to war zones and treat people who are hurt. We don't hear much about those, but that's happening all the time as well. And people in the community are doing nice things for each other all the time. But of course on the news we hear all about the bad things because it's more dramatic. But those things do really upset me. So I don't know. I think if, if we can learn at school or at your age and, and the people's age who is here, um, I think if we can learn to treat each other well, that takes care of so many things. If you take that through life and just learn to, to have what you need but not be greedy and treat each other well, that takes care of so many things. So that sort of thing is really, yeah. What inspired you for your current job? My current job? Well, I think I was, I was at a bit of a crossroad where I thought, Okay, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that. I like to change things every 10 years or so and do something different. So I was up to that point and I think really the most challenging job that I didn't mention before and the most interesting job to do is parenting. And so after parenting comes teaching because you are dealing with other people in a way that you don't often get the chance to and it's a real privilege to do that. And the possibility of having a positive effect on somebody's day is really a lovely thing. So you have to think about what you're doing. You learn something every day from the people who come into the classroom and you have the opportunity to, to help them and to, and to learn yourself at the same time. So, I mean, when I'm in a classroom of little kids who <laughs> are being creative and spontaneously singing at the same time. I mean, how much better does it get? You know, you can't get any better than that. <laughs> so I'm very lucky. Do you like your job and could you explain on it? Yeah, well, those are some of the reasons why, because I get to see the best artwork in the world every day and I get to interact with so many lovely people and um, I get to learn something every day because people teach each other things all the time as long as you don't have the mindset that you already know everything, then you're always learning. So that's one of the reasons that I really like what I'm doing. How long have you been an art teacher for? Uh, well, I've been doing this particular job for five years. Before that, for three years, I was doing relief teaching and contract teaching. Um, so I've only been doing that for eight years. But... Um, I did do some adult art teaching years ago, a long time ago at TAFE, yeah. 
What was your, what's your favourite thing about art? Oh, using your imagination. I mean, you know what I'm like in the classroom, I go on about it all the time. Using your imagination is the most important thing in life, apart from eating well, keeping fit, use your imagination, that's it. <laughs> but that's one of my favourite things about art, is being creative, just expressing your thoughts and um, challenging yourself to connect with other people. It's quite scary though, because you are putting yourself out there and you are putting your thoughts down and your feelings onto some sort of um, form of connecting with other people, so that can be really scary too. What was your childhood like? <laughs> Did you have to ask that? Um, well, I was a bit naughty. Uh, <laughs> I uh, was a bit of a scallywag sometimes at school, um, but I was a happy chappy. Uh, and I used to love playing and being creative and being with my friends and, yeah, had a great time. Do you think that the way you are now, like, when you were a kid, do you think you would your lifestyle would be like this? That's a really interesting question. Because um, I've thought of that myself. What would I have thought of what I'm doing and what I have done if I could see that years ago? Um... I think probably I'm very similar to the way I was when I was a kid. <laughs> but I think there are some things, if I had thought about it beforehand, if I'd had a bit more wisdom beforehand, I would have thought, yeah, that's probably not the best thing you've ever done. Avoid that. So I think it's really important to set bottom lines uh, as soon as you can in life and just say, OK, I don't know what's going to happen in my life, but I'm not going there. And then your life has a chance to be the way you want it. But it's interesting to have a surprise around the corner all the time, isn't it? Have you always wanted a job that involves kids? No, not consciously. Not consciously. Although when I think about it, um, it's always involved something to do with education. When I was a graphic artist, it was at the education department. And then, I, as I say, I illustrated school readers. Um, so that always had children in mind. Um, so children's illustration has always been something that I've loved doing and been interesting to me. Um, and as a parent, you know, I was always very involved with my son's school, doing all sorts of things at the school. Um, so, yeah, inadvertently, without actually intending to do it, I've always had something to do with, with uh, education and kids. What did you like about teaching and working with kids? I like the spontaneity. I love what comes up um, if you leave a lot of things, not necessarily unplanned, but if you don't try and direct every minute of the day, you get some fantastic things happening that you didn't expect and that come out of talking about things and experimenting with things and um, things that you don't expect. I love the conversations that we have, especially with the little ones. They're gorgeous and they're so funny. I just spend half my day laughing sometimes to myself, but it's very, very funny and lovely. Little kids are very creative and imaginative. Yeah, I love that. I love to encourage that and um, see where it goes because they have their own creativity. I can try and direct it, but, you know, really, it's what they bring into the classroom is, is what we've got and it's the best thing. And it's the best thing to let it go and see where it goes as far as I'm concerned.
Was anyone in your family a teacher? No, I don't think... Oh, some cousins. But not my immediate family, I don't think, no. Did anyone in your family, like, want to be a teacher but didn't decide to do that? Yes, I know one person, my cousin, who's, who I'm very close to. Uh, she's more like a sister. She wanted to be a teacher, but she ended up being a lawyer instead. Did you go to uni? If so, what did you study? Well, first of all, when I left school, I went to art school when I left secondary school. That was four years doing fine art, and I majored in painting and did lots of minor subjects in ceramics and that sort of thing. Uh, then later on, when I was 52, I think, I went back to... Oh, no, before that, I did a textile course. That was only two years. That was a certificate course. That was really interesting, though. We had a fabulous lecturer, so I learnt heaps from that. Uh, then when I was 52, I did a four-year degree in industrial design. So that was fantastic because you got to use lots of machinery and make lots of models and all that sort of thing. Um, and then later on, I studied teaching. Hmm. So I've been to uni a fair bit. <laughs> Those are the end of the questions that we have. Um, thank you for letting us interview you. Thank you for asking me. And for your time. Thanks, girls. Great. Thank you.